Hi, this is The Greatest Story Ever Played. I'm Dan. I'm Jordan. And today we're going to be talking about the awesome adventures of Captain Spirit, which is like um, a free prequel, basically, for Life is Strange 2, where uh, we get introduced to a new character and it's kind of a, a little transition between Life is Strange 1 and then the upcoming game Life is Strange 2. Yep. Cool. The description of this is, have you ever dreamt about being a superhero? Meet Chris, a creative and imaginative 10-year-old boy who escapes reality reality with fantastical adventures as his alter ego, the awesome Captain Spirit. Return to your childhood and play a touching and heartwarming one-of-a-kind narrative experience from the directors and development team behind the BAFTA award-winning game Life is Strange. Captain Spirit is a free demo set in Life is Strange universe that contains links to the brand new story and characters of Life is Strange 2. Okay, so the story starts off, you're Chris, and you're in your bedroom, and your dad is calling you to breakfast. You get to explore your room a little bit, and then um, kind of rush out there so that he's not <laughs> mad at you. Yep. <laughs> at least that's what I did. <laughs> um, um, and Chris's dad tells him that after he watches this basketball game, that he will take Chris to go buy a Christmas tree. Um, and you can tell it's just it's December by that, but also there's like snow outside and yeah. all that stuff. Then his dad starts drinking. Um, you know, he's having beer at breakfast while Chris is eating eggs that his dad made him. Mm-hmm. And then he pulls out, uh, like, a handle of whiskey and goes and sits down in his chair to watch basketball. Yep. And then Chris is like, are you going to fall asleep, Dad? And he's like, if I fall asleep, you can wake me up and we'll go by the Christmas tree. So do your thing for the afternoon. Yep. So that's where uh, that gives us. And so then the game is essentially played in the time uh from once chris's dad falls asleep until when you go and wake him up Mm -hmm. and in that time there's uh maybe eight adventures or something that you can do as chris slash captain spirit to kind of uh yeah get stuff rolling so the first one is you get to dress up as captain spirit so you get uh some varying options like do you want to have a helmet do you want light armor or heavy armor that sort of deal yeah um kind of customize your chris so to speak Yep, and second, and uh, also these aren't in, like, order that you have to do them in. They're just the order we're going in. Yeah, you could do them in any order, Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, some not so, but yes. Um, so anyway, yeah. next up is uh, you find Captain Spirit's treasure. So Chris has, like, a map he drew in his room with, like, little markings on it, and then you have to find, like, this decoder um, and, like, use it to read the map, and it leads him to this treasure that is uh full of like pictures of his mom and like some comics that she drew of them and of like their family and stuff um that was pretty fun kind of actually kind of difficult yeah and uh a nice nice treasure to be hidden like it was nice Mm -hmm. to find it yeah glad i went and found it yeah next chris uh sets up his dad's beer cans in the recycling (laughs) and puts them up on the ledge and throws snowballs at them (laughs) yep that was fun (laughs) yep next up it's the water eater versus captain spirit and the water eater is his version of the water heater and basically oh yeah basically the water's like the heater's broken and he goes into this dark room and fixes it and he's really scared of the dark room because he's a 10 year old kid which makes a lot of sense so yeah uh, you have to go in there and like battle the water eater as captain spirit and <laughs> tame it and then turn it back on <laughs> yeah basically i like the uh imagination imagery yeah. in this one i thought that was pretty good yeah he like opens the door and walks in this like abyss room with like this smoke monster which is the water eater in the middle yeah <laughs> and then when he's done like done like taming it 
it like flashes to reality and it's just like a closet with a water heater in it and <laughs> just pushes a button and turns it on yeah that's great. great yeah uh next we've got uh snowmancer uh which is this evil uh snowman that he's built who's a member of the bad guys team i forget the name of the bad guys android yeah um he's a member of that guy's crew and so he has snowmancer he's having a battle with him essentially mm-hmm. but he goes and steals a bottle rocket that his dad had taken from him mm-hmm. and he puts it in snowmancer and lights it and then he pretends to like shoot a bolt at it and then the snowball explodes <laughs> yeah uh which is pretty fun and again a good picture of uh chris's imagination in these things mm-hmm. yeah, he for sure wins against snowmancer yep um next up is there's a hot dog man game which i'm very happy is <laughs> yeah a pretty big feature or the at least hot dog man's a decent feature in this little you know one hour hour and a half two hour um little demo so basically you have to like unlock your dad's phone and there's like this it's essentially flappy bird but you're playing as hot dog man with like a mustard packet on his back and you like jump over these like grills that are trying to grill up hot dog man yeah so it's a fun little like mini game inside the the mini game which is pretty cool yeah, it was fun. My um, the first time I played was the best time. Like What'd you I'm, get? Like two thirty or something. Oh shit, that's really close to the. I heard if you get over two fifty six, you get like a, an achievement. Oh really? Because that was like the high score on the his oh, dad's phone. Maybe I did not get that then. I probably did not get that. We might have. I don't think so. If if that's the high score, then I didn't get. I well, didn't it's get not that. the real high score. Uh, it's just what they set in the game. Uh okay. I, yeah, yeah, the first time I played, I did good, and then I subsequently tried to play better, and I've always been worse. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> but it was fun. I'm like, part of me wants to get good at the Hot Dog Man game, uh, yeah. and the other part of me is like, you should play out their video games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I got in the 50s. I tried like three or four times, and I was like, ah, I want to see what else Chris is going to be up to. Yeah. Because I did this one actually pretty early on, so okay. I was not wanting to spend too much time on it, Right. but I want to go back to it at some point, kind of like you, but rather play other games <laughs> yeah if hot dog man was on my phone <laughs> yeah. i would probably play that it might be, we could look for it later yeah and it might have made it made an app that'd be good uh next up is you go and find uh toys that are basically all of the bad guys henchmen and so they're actually all based on toys at first i thought they were um like drawings that he made mm-hmm. but instead he actually has toys but then he made almost backstories for him here's yeah. you know the bad dinosaur and he does <laughs> this kind of thing or here's yeah. the bad whatever and uh you got to see like difference of these toys fight other toys and stuff Mm -hmm. like that so that that was fun and um Mm -hmm. again got to see chris's imagination at work yeah pretty sweet um and the and the final adventure is the mantroid battle so mantroid like we kind of already briefly described is like the main the arch nemesis the head villain whatever and like all the other bad guys are like his his like minions or something so basically chris like has all of his gear on his armor he's ready to go as Captain Spirit. I almost said Captain America. As <laughs> Captain Spirit. And he gets in his dad's car, and he's, like, pretending it's a spaceship, and he, like, flies to this Mantroid's planet, home planet, and he, like, starts to battle him, and then basically loses. And as he's, like, I don't know, getting choked out by, like, Mantroid's powers or something, he, like, looks up, and you see in his imagination uh, there's, like, a street sign, and the, co- the corner of the streets is, it's, like, what, Mantle Street and Asteroid Drive. Um, so he combined those into Mantroid. Um, and this is actually uh, the spot where, I guess, his mom got hit and run and killed. Right. So it makes sense. This would be, like, his... The bad guy is, like, the spot he lost his mom at, which is pretty sad. Yeah, super sad. Yeah. And um, an, an interesting way to make the bad guy, to give him the name of that. Like that, Yeah. That was... 
I didn't expect that at all. No, so I didn't either. When I saw that, and I was like, oh, God. Like, yeah, it's bad. Yeah, it felt really bad. Yeah, and it's interesting, too. It's, like, maybe a metaphor for, like, he's still dealing with the grief because he lost the battle against Mantroid. Right. Like, Mantroid, like, you know, theoretically choked him out in his imagination, and he, like, died as Captain Spiriter, or at least got knocked unconscious. Right. So he's still, like, dealing with Mantroid or his mom's death. Yeah, and before this, too, you got little glimpses of how he's dealing with his mom's death with, like, trying to talk to his dad, and his dad's like, yeah, I, I'm sorry that it's not your mom's breakfast either, like, yeah. or, uh, like, mom used to, like, m- tr- making the house ready for Christmas, or, yeah. you know, like, little things like that, or when you look at her her stuff, and he's like, oh, mom always liked that, or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Uh, so, yeah, you, you definitely felt for that. that it hits you with a couple low blows a few times throughout the game. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for in, sure. In, in uh, typical Life is Strange fashion, <laughs> yep. which was great uh, and awful at the same time. Conclusion is substantially more emotional. <laughs> yes. Uh, so then, to conclusion, uh, we've done all our adventure things. It's been fun. So we Chris goes and wakes his dad up, who's super drunk. Oh, yeah. Uh, not surprising. Yeah. <laughs> Real drunk. Like a, He's like... Whiskey, whiskey. Yeah. Uh, super drunk, he's, like, falling over, like, trips over the table, makes a loud racket. Meanwhile, you hear a knock at the front door, and you're like, okay, Dad, you stay here, I'll go get the door. And, and he, at this point, he's kind of pissed, too. Like, right. kind of at Chris, kind of at just, because he's drunk, he's pissed. Right. And he's like, Chris, he's like, basically makes Chris go into the door, so he'll, like, tell whoever it is, like, go. get the hell out of here, basically. Right, and yeah. Chris is... It seemed a little frustrated, too, because he's like, man, now I'm not getting this Christmas tree. Yeah. He seemed a little upset. So we answer the door, and it's Mrs. Reynolds, who's uh, this older lady who is the neighbor that lives next door. And we find out that um, she's actually the only neighbor next door. Like, the other houses are far farther away. But she lives right next door, and she was like, oh, I was on my walk, and I heard a racket. So I thought I'd come see. Mm-hmm. And so then you're kind of given options on what to say. Mm-hmm. I tried to kind of make her leave personally i was kind of like oh yeah we're watching the basketball game like that kind of thing yeah it's generally what i did too i mean it kind of has more positive like we're gonna get a christmas tree and we're watching the basketball game we didn't hear any noise like see you later yeah in mind she asked about his arm too um oh did she she didn't ask about mine in mind she asked about chris's arm and he had to like make something oh what kind of armor did you pick uh heavy oh me too Huh. That's weird, because my arm was covered with, yeah. like, the beer beer boxes. <laughs> yeah, mine was, too. I must have answered a different question wrong. Yeah. But this this felt bad. Like, you're covering for your dad, and yeah. you feel like you shouldn't, probably. Yeah, I felt kind of torn here. Yeah, but I, that's kind of what I did, because the whole time, actually, that I was playing, I was pretty afraid of Chris's dad. Um, yeah, me, too. He seemed pretty on edge. Like, like, there was a part where you could, like, shoot a toy gun at him or something. I was like, not doing that. Oh, I, I did that. What happened? He reacted really positively. Really? Yeah. Oh, I was really afraid to. I was like, no way. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to get, like, punched in the face or something. <laughs> like, I was... I yeah. Was, or yelled at. Like, that I, was my fear, too. Like, that's a video game. I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't... I was afraid. He, he totally backed me into Chris's corner of how Chris probably felt. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, talk to her. Um, you come back to your dad, this Chris, and he's like... Oh, you're. Do you tell her I'm such a bad dad? Kind mm-hmm. of thing, basically. And we're like, no, like it's fine. You're not a bad dad. Like, basically trying to like calm him down. And then his dad tells him that it's his fault that his mom died, 
because uh, apparently she wouldn't have been where she was if something for Chris. Yeah. Evidently. Yeah. Uh, this is your fault, and every time I see you, I see her, and it's really hard. And you're just like, what? Yeah, dick. You, you fucking asshole. Yep. Um, so Chris, understandably, runs away crying, uh, as we all would. His dad's like, no, wait, Chris, don't run. He, like, realizes he fucked up. Uh, too little, too late, dude. Yeah, fuck you. He runs uh, and climbs up his treehouse, uh, which was cool that we got mm-hmm. to see earlier. Mm-hmm. He's climbing up it, and uh, maybe when he's two-thirds up, one of the steps breaks, and it, it falls. Chris is tumbling towards the ground. Mm-hmm. And then right before he hits the ground, pff, levitate. Yep. And, like, slowly goes down. And then you look over, and you see the two neighbor kids. Uh, they see him, and they, like, smile at you. And you smile at them, and you're, like, not crying because you're, like, oh, my God, I, I, I'm floating. I didn't fall. Yeah. Uh, end. Uh, <laughs> yep. Credits roll. Life is Strange 2 is coming out. Uh, yep. So that's super crazy. I think uh-huh. we got to address this probably first before you want. You want to talk about it now or you want to talk about it later? Uh, we should talk real quick now. Okay. Uh, oh, man. Okay. So how did the power happen? Is it that Chris used it? Was it one of the neighbor boys? Um, yeah. I personally think... Okay. Okay, let me try to organize my thoughts here. Uh, I, th- I think it was Chris for a couple of reasons. One, I think that the whole game we see him imagining having superpowers. Um, I think it kind of flows with that too, like, oh, I actually do. Two, I think that we see almost this, like, so as he's, like, falling and, like, right before he stops and he starts to levitate, there's, like, this divot in the snow where he was right at hovering above. It's almost like he f- he was the one that, like, levitated and, like, caused, like, a divot in the snow okay. with his power. And then three, we know for a fact Chris is going to be in the next game. And so- to some extent, we don't know much about the neighbor kids. And maybe that's their goal is, like, throw us off, whatever, and, like, make it... The, I think it'd probably be the younger neighbor kid. Like, he's probably around Chris's age. Right. But I think it's Chris for those reasons. And I think if it was the neighbor kid, like, the, I don't know, the, the way the kid would have... So, like, I, I think the way, if the neighbor was using telekinesis, there wouldn't be a divot underneath Chris. It'd be, like, almost... There'd almost be nothing. I guess. I mean, that's pure speculation. We right. don't know how telekinesis works because it's not real. Right. As far as we know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it just it just seems like... The way he was falling, how it worked, I don't think the, the neighbors could have even seen him from where he was originally, like, where they were originally, like, for the angle Chris is at when he's on the ground, and where we see them, they're, like, they're, like, behind this big part of the fence that they can't see over to see him. Right. So it, it almost looks like they're, they're smiling because they just saw Chris, and they're, he's, like, a a neighbor boy that they might want to play with. I don't, I don't know. I guess those are some of the reasons why I think it's probably Chris's power. Yeah. What, what I like with the Chris power theory also that would be cool is uh, that trauma would bring about power. Yeah. Similar to the first game yep. where the traumatic experience happened, then the power was realized. Mm-hmm. And so Chris just having this bad experience being yelled at by his dad and then falling and almost being hurt like mm-hmm. and being told that he doesn't like him like <laughs> and then that bringing about the power i do i definitely like Makes that sense, in the chris yeah. theory yep for the other side theory uh if it's a neighbor who had the power and saves chris i guess the way i could see arguments for this is at the end it says like um 
see Chris again in Life yeah. is Strange 2, as opposed to, like, continue Chris's story. Yeah. So that makes me think that, which I guess doesn't mean Chris can't have power and not be the protagonist yeah. in the next one. But that makes me kind of wonder, okay, does the person who has the power, is it maybe one of the neighbors? Will we play as one of the neighbors in the next game? So yep. I think that that... Another thing that... I, I didn't notice this myself, but I saw people online say it, and then I noticed it when I went back, but that Mrs. Reynolds and the neighbor boy's animation is better than Chris huh. and his dad's. Yeah. And so if they're for the main game, and their animation is stronger because they're going to be the playable character later... Huh. Interesting. So I, I saw people say that. I didn't catch it on my own, so, you know, shout out to the internet. But Yeah. Uh, I could see that, and it would be kind of an interesting way to... You've met Chris, and then the way you get introduced to the new protagonist is that they saved Chris. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I could see either either way. I really like how it turned out. Yeah. Uh, that was super awesome. So, great cliffhanger, for sure. Yeah, great cliffhanger. A uh, couple references to the main Life is Strange game. Uh, one was when Chris is on the bookshelf, he pulls out an art book that his mom had that was uh, from Mark Jefferson. So, yeah. yeah, I shuddered when I saw it. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> yep. Yeah, um, another one is we see a letter from Principal Wells to Chris's mom because she went to Blackwell Academy and then I think became somewhat of a famous artist. That was, um, yeah. Don't know how famous, but she wrote, she like clearly throughout the whole thing through like comics. We know too that she was Chris's kindergarten teacher. Right. One of his paintings or whatever. So it seems like she was famous and then kind of stopped doing whatever she was doing to raise Chris. Yeah, because it seemed like she could have been like a big artist and like maybe would have donated back to Blackwell, been like yeah. famous artistic alumni kind of thing. Yep. Uh, but then wasn't Yeah. because of Chris, which is right. great. Yeah, when she became pregnant, she was like, okay, reroute. I want to be a mom, but then I'm going to be his kindergarten teacher. I want to be involved in art still but mm -hmm. I'm, you know my family is more important to me than this job yep uh which is yeah that's cool Great. she seems really awesome yeah too, yeah sucks so she's dead yeah yeah go chris's mom for yeah. sure oh yeah uh last of course hot dog man uh oh yeah that was great we got uh the game that we played that we mentioned earlier there's a comic book mm -hmm. uh it was awesome uh definitely uh I really like that everyone seems to like this character across the games, and he's popular. Yeah, yeah just super random. Yeah, just this random uh, popular character for all of them, but it's great. You know, we always wore the Hot Dog Man shirt in Before the Storm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep, that was our go-to. Yeah, that was our go-to. All of it is great, so that was awesome. I guess heading to kind of some general thoughts on the game... Uh, I thought it was just a, a nice little game. Like, yep. what a cool free demo that they decided to do. I felt more excited about Life is Strange 2 oh, yeah. because of it. Um, like, finding out about these powers and what happened at the end. I kind of... I don't know why I wasn't, but I didn't really expect any powers to actually happen. Yeah, I, I, I think we talked about that. Yeah. It seemed like... I, I just figured it'd be a fun little game. Mm -hmm. uh, which was cool, and I enjoyed playing as Chris, too. I wasn't sure how I would feel about playing as a 10-year-old. Like, <laughs> yeah. Will this be too unrelatable where it feels weird? But instead, it just felt right. It was like, mm. cool, I can identify with you. I can identify with this area. Um, and still bring like, the heavy themes from the previous Life of Strange games with his mom dying and his mm -hmm. dad being uh, abusive and a drunk and shit like that. Uh, yeah. Awesome. Like, that you got all of that in a two hour game. Like, awesome job. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I was thinking about that too. Like, Man, this game was an hour and a half, two hours max. 
But they packed a lot of, I don't know, emotion and, and just character development into two hours of doing literally just kind of menial tasks. Like, there's points where you could do laundry or wash your dishes, and that almost felt, like, important to do, which was really strange. Like, I found myself wanting to help out around the house as Chris or something, you know, to, like, help my dad. I did, too. Which was pretty weird. Like, the game had been going for 20 minutes or 30 minutes at that point. I was like, oh, like, I should help around the house, you know? So I leave it to them to, like, make something like that feel important. Yeah, d- yeah, and and really just identifying Chris's spot. Like it was like, oh, I should probably clean the dishes, you know, because um, maybe they won't get done. But also, like, would my dad get mad at me if I didn't? Yeah. Or or do the laundry or whatever. Like, that's pretty wild that I felt those ways. Mm-hmm. Or um, I know. In the in his I in uh his dad's room, there's a record player where you can play your mom's record. Mm. And. At first, I didn't do it because I was like, it's going to wake him up and he's going to be mad at me. And then I was like, wait, these games have long, like, listening sessions mm-hmm. that don't affect the game. Yeah. <laughs> and so then I did. And it was it was great, but it was like, it made me think that, though. I was like, oh. Or, and I almost didn't go into his room, his dad's room. Yeah, again. I thought the same thing, yeah. I was like, I don't want to get yelled at. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, I mean, man, that they pulled me in that much in this little game. Like, wow. So, yeah, that makes me extremely excited for Life is Strange 2. Just to, yeah, the, how fun it was just to play, and then, like, the end cliffhanger. For sure interested in seeing what's going to happen. Yeah. I guess one r- super small random thing is, like, yeah, Hot Dog Man again. Love seeing Hot Dog Man. I know we just talked about that, but even on Chris's uh, Christmas list, there was, like, a Hot Dog Man... Was it a comic book or was it like a, might have been a video game or something? Yeah, something. Something Hot Dog Man, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that was awesome to see. Oh, I guess with the Christmas list, uh, he found the game console that his yeah. dad did buy him. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh man, he did do a good thing. Like, he sucks, but it was, again, yeah. with making your villains not 100% dark. Mm-hmm. That they have some redeeming qualities at points like this. Because like, it didn't, based on the other things you found looking around, it doesn't seem like his dad has a job. Um, yeah, or has a shitty one. Yeah, and but he still managed to get the console, and he's hiding it for him to be able to give it to him on Christmas. Like, that's cool, actually. Like, mm-hmm. that, you you are really shitty otherwise, but like, <laughs> that was a cool thing for him to stumble upon. It made me feel like, oh, all right, your dad, you're okay. Yeah, you're not totally evil. Yeah, you're not totally terrible. Yeah, uh, still a bad guy, but you know that. Uh, I guess also related, uh, like all Life is Strange content. Did a great job on the feels. Yep, for sure. <laughs> like we've talked about. And with the music. Uh, that Sufjan yep. Stevens song, uh, Death with Nickety, that was great. Like, yeah. Uh, up on the treehouse when they played it. Yep. And, and the other uh, instrumental type music that happened as you walked around. But, mm-hmm. man, they're really, really good at this. Like, they're just really strong at finding, okay, what are things that hit people in the feels, and how can we pair good music with it? Like, they're yep. so good at it. Um, it's awesome. So, great great job again. I I yeah. really enjoyed this, and I'm so excited for Life is Strange 2. Oh, yeah. Me too. Um, I guess my final thought is, man, yeah. They just do such a good job, too, of, like you said, making villains, like, not completely terrible. Kind of. Like, I, I think that objectively Chris's dad sucks. Like, oh, yeah. it's cool he bought him the whatever version of Xbox it was. But, man, I just, like, it was really hard to... Even, like, in the interaction with Mrs. Reynolds or whatever, I just wanted to be like, no, fuck him. Like, he beat me or whatever to my arm. Like, right. 
he like grabbed him really hard or gave him a big bruise and like Chris was covering for him. It was really hard to like do that as Chris because if I was in that position, I mean, I imagine I'd be kind of scared and also want to protect my dad because he's your dad. Right. So I felt like almost in Chris's head, like torn. Like as an adult, I see this. I'm like, no, fuck that. You can never do that. Right. But as Chris, I'm like, ah, I can kind of see. You love your dad. Family comes first. You don't want to be split from him. He's trying kind of hard, but he still sucks. You know, like... Right. It was difficult. But his dad sucks. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Totally. Uh, some feedback we got uh, from Twitter about the game in an overall way. Chris on Twitter said uh, he <laughs> loved it. Non-spoiler Easter egg, did you notice that there was the photography book by Mark Jefferson on the bookcase? Oh, yeah. Shivered down my spine when <laughs> I saw it. Like, yep. ugh, monster. Um, <laughs> so, very cool. <laughs> I actually missed it, so <laughs> I didn't look at all the books because I thought they were just pointless. Right. But shame on me. Jane Lee on Twitter said, I cried when I said I wouldn't. <laughs> I didn't cry, but I was pretty damn sad a few times. Yeah, I was pretty sad. Yeah. I, I was kind of... I and think pissed. I, yeah, I think I overexpected myself, like, is this going to make me cry? Mm -hmm. and I think it prevented me from it because <laughs> yeah. I was like... And it, I bet if they would have pushed a little bit more on some of that, it could have. Like, his dad saying that shit at the end was so fucking mean. Yeah, I was uh, pretty pissed. I think yeah. I was more... I was sad, but I think I was more angry at that point. Yeah. Like, just, no, dude, fuck you. Or just seeing different things where he's just like, oh, why does he, like, drink when it makes him so angry and things like that. And you're yeah. like, you shouldn't have to think about this. Like, you little boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this sucks. Yep. Nisi on Twitter said, it was pretty sweet, kind of sad too, but I liked it. It was cool to see the tech stuff being more advanced. Uh, I can't wait to see if they continue with Chris as protagonist. I'm not sure if I'd uh, be happy because I liked the female protagonist before a hell of a lot. Um, yeah, I, th I think seeing the game updated and how it looks, mm -hmm. that was really cool. Like yeah. Having played uh, Life is Strange a while ago, but then we played Before the Storm more recently and seeing the new graphics with Deck 9, but then to see Don't Nod do that here. Mm -hmm. It looks nice. It looks awesome. Or, or uh, like the, the snow when you walked around on it, your footprints were there. And yeah, that was pretty cool. I saw a lot of people online just write like penis or things like <laughs> oh, that. Oh, that's with great. The snow. I didn't even think about that. There was a lot of memes people Shame made on out me of for not thinking about that. Yeah, they were like, well, if I'm a nine year old boy. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> things like that, which were great. But yeah, I thought that was good. And yeah, I, th I think. You know, female protagonists have been great, being Chloe and Max for sure, and and being teenagers. You know, like people who, I mean, I'm not a teenager anymore at all. Obviously, I'm 30, but like, uh, they're they're closer to my age bracket than Chris, and it feels mildly form more familiar. Yeah. At least like, and, and I guess for Max being almost going into college, it's like our lives are probably more similar than different yeah. in a lot of ways. But then with Chris, it's like, what do 10 year olds do? What grade are you in? Like, yeah. I have no idea. But then it wasn't a problem for me. Like, I was all about it yeah and there's also just more you can do as a like teenager like as a 10 year old you can't you can't put them in a spot where they're like solving a murder mystery or driving yeah i guess <laughs> yeah or good fuck or fucking driving like the game would be limited to like your block almost which could they could probably do it well i have faith that they would right but it's almost like you almost have to limit how far you can go with certain themes or like situations um, yeah, well, I guess we'll see what they do. I have some thoughts on that later we can talk about. Cool. Karis on Twitter said, I thought it was cute. Oh, that's just Chris. Oh, <laughs> I sorry. I wrong. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> Chris on Twitter uh, thought it was a cute little addition to the series since Farewell and 
No more or less. Um, I haven't actually played for a while yet. Have I? No. No. That's the... Yeah, we're playing that later. Yeah, we're playing it later. Yeah. But, yeah, it is a nice addition, though, just that we haven't really got... You know, this is the newest Life is Strange content we've got, so it's a nice little thing to add to the bucket of Life is Strange stuff. And we'll have to wait, like, two more months. Yeah. Yeah, almost to exactly two months. Mm-hmm. Which would be dope. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, next up, I uh, wanted to do a little bit of predictions for oh, yeah. Life is Strange 2 based on what we know. Um... Which releases, uh, the first episode comes out uh, September 27th. Mm -hmm. So, not too far away. Um, Yep. Definitely cool to see that. Um, My first prediction is uh, that I think that the neighbor kids might be, like, adopted or foster children. Uh, I kind of think the reason I'm kind of thinking is that Mrs. Reynolds uh, and them, they they look different as characters. Like, Mm -hmm. Chris and his dad look more alike than... Mrs. Reynolds and them. Yeah. So I'm thinking that they're not her biological children. But then, related to that, she also seemed pretty old. Like, maybe she'd be she a was grandma. Old. Yeah, she was pretty old. Like, so I'm thinking that, I guess, she either, and having questions about Chris's dad and things like that, that she could notice an injury on his arm. She might be, like, a social worker or socially minded of some, yeah. na- of some nature, it seems. Or at and, least super caring. Or, yeah, or super yeah. caring. And so uh, someone like that would probably adopt kids uh, as an older person, like to keep giving back. Yeah. Or, you know, foster kids and, you know, have them for a while until someone else adopts them. I could see her doing that. Or also, I guess if they are related to her, maybe uh, her kids had these, they're her grandkids, but then the parents are have died or out of the picture for some reason, and so she's raising them now. Yeah. I think kind of any of those are potentially possible. I know in the the mini trailer where they announced Life is Strange 2, they had a backpack on there. So that makes me think that these kids have traveled around, whether that's with their family mm. or um, through... Uh, you know, the foster care system or something like that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of thinking that that's the case with them. And with that, I think that one of them is going to be our main character. Interesting. And, you know, they're probably going to have a pretty fascinating origin story of how they got to live next door to Chris and stuff yeah. like that. So that's that's kind of my prediction, hmm. uh, or one of them. Yeah, that makes sense. I guess one, one that I have on them like actually living at the house with mrs reynolds i i feel like they couldn't have lived there for very long but if it'd be strange if they just had lived there for like you know six months or a year a couple years because chris would have met them before like i just assume it did it did seem like they were meeting for the first time yeah yeah which they all experienced chris falling and then not falling and they all saw it but yeah. that seems like that is the first time you name it. Well, I agree. Maybe they saw him not falling. I have yeah, yeah. some thoughts on that. But yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I wonder if maybe they're... Maybe they are her grandchildren grandchildren, and they're just there for the weekend or... Who, I mean, who knows? It could be anything. That's not a major point. Right. Um, yeah, I guess this, this goes into some of my thoughts. I think that... I'm not sold, but I think Chris might be the main character. I, I didn't see the like the trailer for this game. Or I did, and I just don't remember it. Right. What What did the backpack look like? Because Chris has a backpack in his room. Uh, did it look similar? No, it looked like an old backpack. Kind oh, of. really? Okay. Yeah, like more worn. Okay. It had some like patches on it, so it looked like it's been a backpack that's been traveled around. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That I, was did, the vibe I, I had. do remember seeing that actually. So I wonder if 
I guess the question I have is, will it take place, the next game take place, like, around right after this? Or five years in the future? Or do you think it'll be similar timeline? Um, they're both, all the characters are, like, the same age they are in this, or are they going to be, like, older? Do you have, like, any thoughts on that? I figured it would be sooner after this. I think what would be kind of cool is if the first episode of the first game opened right after, like, in this moment, right afterwards, and it's like, hey, like, I really would like that. That would be pretty cool. That would be such a cool thing. If that's the intro, then the intro music rolls, and they do their little montage, and then you play from there. I think that would be really cool. That would be pretty wild. I don't know if they will, but I I, I think it would be sort of strange if we fast-forward and Chris is, like, 17. Yeah. And, like... His life's way different. His dad's probably, like, more drunk or maybe in jail or gone. Or better somehow. Yeah. Or, or, or yeah, I guess he could redeem himself in between seeing him, but probably not. Like, yeah. So I'm thinking it'll probably be relatively soon. Even if it's just, uh, so it's Christmas time, so they probably don't have school. So what if it picks up January 2nd when school's yeah. back in session? That could be cool. Yeah, that's a good point because it almost makes no sense to have this be, like, uh, almost a prologue to the next game if the next game takes place seven years. Because this wouldn't be irrelevant necessarily, but it'd be so f- far in the past that it would be like, so much has happened, like, eh. Right, you don't know matters. about Chris's life in, yeah. the, in that time, whereas we already got a lot of his backstory here, mm-hmm. and so if we pick up playing as him or being with him right after this. Yeah, which would be, I think that, that'd be my ideal situation. Yeah. So, or at least a little bit into the future, or maybe... They start right then, and then they kind of give you some info, and then it maybe jumps a little bit. Yeah. Into like middle school or. Yeah. Whatever. I think that'd be fine. Something like something like that. Yeah, I I think this on the other side of the. I wonder if we could end up in a reverse Max and Chloe situation. So, mm. you play as the character who doesn't have the powers. Mm-hmm. So, this could be interesting. So, what if, like you say, Chris has the powers? but you play as one of the neighbor kids. And so you're friends with the person with the powers instead of the opposite that we've played with where we have the powers. Instead, it's like trying to help and influence, being the sidekick to the person with the powers and trying to influence them for good or, you know, how to use their powers well or something like that. Like, that could be pretty interesting. I, I think the downside of that could be it would maybe feel hard to not play if the powers are there and you can't use them. Yeah. But I like the idea. Like, it, it would be pretty interesting if you don't have the powers but you're friends with the powers. That's a... I would not really thought about that a whole lot. I mean, that's... They could do it well. Like, even playing as Chloe, granted there's no powers in the actual... Before the Storm game, like, we didn't experience them. We knew they were there, and we had played as Max before, but it didn't take anything away from it, you know? Uh, yeah, not I guess it'd be different if, you know, you were Chloe when she was friends with Max. Also, it'd be really hard to make a game with, like, the second main character you're not playing as having time travel powers, and you can't influence that. Like, it'd be weird just to be playing through, like, a story part, and Max just travels back in time, and you're just like, what just happened? Like, that wouldn't make any sense. That That's true. With telekinesis, maybe you could handle you, it better. Yeah, you could actually... It wouldn't, like, ruin the game or something or cause weird plot holes and stuff. Right, where it's like, did you go back? Yeah. Oh, thanks. Cool, yeah. <laughs> What'd you change? Oh, thanks for describing it in four sentences. Like, cool. Yeah, it wouldn't, it wouldn't work. I So I have a thought. I saw some of this on uh, Reddit a little bit. Yeah, so I wonder if something they'll do is, like, make, you know, Chris the quote-unquote villain of this game. And I don't know if you'll play as him or if they've kind of introduced his origin story almost as the villain because i think it would kind of make sense if 
we see his dad being like really shitty to him. He's experienced a lot of trauma. Um, let's say he he's not the one with the powers, and his neighbor's the one with the powers. Even though he really wants to have superpowers, he dreams about it, plays with them. You know, like wants powers really bad, and then he's not the one that gets them. I could see him being like pissed and just super hurt, and like on top of all the shit he's going through and his, with his dad and like blaming him for his mom's death, like just really messed up stuff. So I kind of wonder if like they've almost just introduced the main villains, you know, whatever that means, like backstory and like then we don't ever play as Chris again, but he's actually working against maybe the neighbor kid who is the one with the powers. That's one thought. Um, another thought I have is if Chris isn't, is not the main villain or something and we don't play as him, I think if we're going to play as him, he, I feel like he has to have the powers. I think it could make sense from what you're saying. But I think it would just, like you said, be really difficult to not play as the one with the whatever telekinesis or powers he has. Right. It'd just be hard. And they just focused the whole game on him. So it'd be weird to not play as as him. Um, so I, I just don't think they're going to add another character in with powers and not, I don't know, give Chris powers. Because I think we're going to have to play as Chris. Or he's the villain. I guess those are my two-ish options in my mind. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, I guess that Chris... It seems like it would be weird if Chris is, like, a a side character, like, someone less than, like, David. Like, uh, like one of the girls at the school, like Dana or someone yeah. like that. Like, if Chris is that ancillary, that would be weird. So it seems like he's got to be... I, I like your thought on antagonist. It seems like antagonist protagonist or like sidekick mm -hmm. it seems like if he's not one of those three it would seem sort of weird yeah and you, when you say sidekick you mean like he's like, our main character but he's a sidekick to someone's superpowers or uh, he's like we don't actually play as him or we don't play as him okay. but he's, he's our he's our chloe okay and we're max okay essentially okay kind of thing but i like the antagonist idea that would be really interesting because yeah we've played we've spent this time loving him and liking him this is probably where the fast forward would work is if you the fast forward and then he's you know actually bad mm -hmm. you had that option to smoke a cigarette so that could you know yeah i didn't smoke it because again i was afraid but uh <laughs> yep this could put you you know okay he's on a bad path after this instead he becomes bad maybe uh, becomes a bad guy uh that'd be pretty interesting to go against him as the bad guy but mm -hmm. you've grown this sympathy for him I and you really like him yeah enjoy him if he's if they fast forward a few years and now he's like rough and you see him like in the beginning of the game, like, push someone into a locker and things like that, and you're like, oh my god, Chris, you've changed so much, I don't mm -hmm. like you anymore. Which, actually, there's a note up in his treehouse. Did you read, like, the secret notes he has up there? Or a secret... He has, uh, like, a secret box of stuff? I think so. Yeah, there's a note in there that's from the principal of the school he goes to. about, how, Or no, it's from the parent of a kid he was bullying. And so, there's a, there's a letter from... Uh, there's this kid Chris was, like... Not bullying, but, like, standing up to that was, like, talking crap about his dad being, like, shitty. And Chris, like, maybe fights him or hurts him or something. So we can already kind of see he's got, like, he's not mean by any means. But he's got some, like, emotional turmoil he's, like, willing to act on. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, makes sense. If someone's bullying you and, like, talking shit about your dad, you'd probably get pretty pissed. Especially with the rough go you've had in your dad's head. Um, so maybe that could make sense, like... Maybe they could fast forward because we know a little bit about him, and maybe they could give us little glimpses, like, you know, at 12 years old, at 14, not, who knows what they would do, but they could do something like that. Yeah, no, that, yeah, that's true. They've given enough turmoil, like, you feel a lot of sympathy, but they could probably take him either way, and it could probably work, which mm -hmm. is pretty interesting. So if you had to pick 
like right now what Chris's role will be or who the main character will be in the next game, what would you say? What's your go-to? If I had to pick, I think I want Chris to be a good guy side character and play as someone else. Okay. I think that's what I would want, but I'm interested in anything else. Yeah, for sure. Me too. I think I would go... You play as the like I'm a like neighbor kid. Would you say neighbor kid? Right. And Chris is the antagonist. Okay. So I, it'd be pretty interesting. Quote us on that, yeah. listeners. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully one of we'll us. We'll come have, back to it. <laughs> hopefully we're right on something. Yep. Uh, <laughs> hopefully. Um, yep. So we got some uh, some listener feedback. For uh, predictions. Or yeah. Whatever. Yeah. For predictions. So we got Chris on Twitter. He says, uh, "My prediction is it picks up right after the demo." Chris became, becomes friends with the neighbor kids who saw him, and they help him explore his new powers while trying to figure out who killed Chris's mom. I've I heard some stuff too. Like I read some stuff about there is some like question as to how Chris's mom died. Or I guess not how, but like why that happened. Because apparently, like if you like look in enough into like your dad's room, you find like your dad hired a private investigator and like contacted the police, but they wouldn't release all the information about the. The hit and run. So there could be more to it. So I kind of wonder if, yeah, they'll go the mystery route again. Yeah, that, that would be pretty interesting to find out who, who did do this. Yeah, or if there's a lot more at play. Or maybe he'll find out there's nothing at play. It's yeah. like your mom just it got just hit and was run, a hit which run, would, like a drunk driver or something. Which would almost suck more. Yeah. <laughs> to spend all that time trying to figure this out, and you're just like, oh. There's no bad guy. Instead, just bad shit happens. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, then uh, Nisi on Twitter says... I should be happy with what I got from the previous games, but more queer content, uh, maybe with less barrier gaze taste, would be nice. Uh, I think that they might return to having a character with powers again, maybe Chris. And uh, lastly, may, may, uh, multiple playable characters could be interesting, I guess. Huh. Uh, so I guess uh, with that, uh, queer content, I think that would be interesting again. They've obviously done it the last two games. I think if they don't do this, I imagine they're going to hit up some other socially relevant issue it seems like they they seem to just link that into their characters which mm-hmm. is partially why i think that potentially an adopted or immigrant or refugee type any anything like that that could probably cover a other side of society that's not represented in video games yeah just because you know standardly it's just a lot of white dudes <laughs> and yep. so i like that a lot about these games is that they you know a 10-year-old white kid, but it's still a 10-year-old. That's not really in games for adults, mm-hmm. typically, or then previous to with girls who are queer. Like, that. that's awesome. That's cool. So, uh, yeah, whatever they do there, I think will be cool. And whatever they do, I think they'll do it well Yeah. at that. Uh, I like the idea of multiple playable characters. I don't know if they'll do that, but I like that idea. Um, even in the first game, it was in the Nightmare, but when you were Victoria for a second, yeah. like that, that was cool. And uh, if you did get a chance to play as another character, I think I would like that. Or almost to, like, not play through the exact same, I don't know, chapter as different character, but almost play through something similar where, like, okay, you play as Chris or someone, and you have their take on something, and then you play as, like, one of his friends or someone, maybe even his dad or something, like, their take on this, and you're, like, you kind of see different perspectives. That'd be pretty interesting. That would be, that'd be interesting, yeah. If it's the same event, but you have different takes on it. Yeah. That'd be... would be wild. If someone could do it, I think they could. Yeah, I'd agree. For sure. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, Captain Spirit. Yeah. Pretty fun. Pretty excited for the next game. 
and have a lot of faith in whatever they do. If they did this good for a demo, I can only imagine Life is Strange 2 will be as amazing, if not much more. Probably much more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's what we got. Come back uh, next time for uh, Farewell. We're going to do the bonus episode for Before the Storm. Otherwise, uh, please email us at thegreateststoryeverplayed at gmail.com or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thegreateststoryeverplayed or on Twitter at storyeverpod. Uh, let us know what you're thinking about all this Life is Strange stuff, and uh, we'll see you next time. Later. Later.